You're listening to 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Kelly Cotrera Show. Great to have you along. We're hearing whispers of this, and I think we better get to the bottom of exactly what monkeypox are. Dr. Isaac Bogosh joins us, infectious disease specialist and friend of the Kelly Cotrera Show. Great to have you back. Thanks for joining us this morning. Great to chat, Kelly. Always nice to talk with you. So how long has monkeypox been around, and why are we just hearing about it now? This is fascinating. So monkeypox has been around for millennia, but it was really discovered in the 1950s. This is an infection that's endemic to West African and Central African countries. It likely, when it's not infecting humans, it likely resides in rodents. Like we've seen with many, many, many infections, you can get non-human animals infected that transmit to humans, and then you start human-to-human chains. In the past, we've seen travelers from Central or West Africa who have this, who you know, land in London or somewhere in the United States or somewhere in Asia, far away from the endemic area. And there's been a few cases of that over the last few years, and those have resulted in a few additional cases of secondary or onward transmission. What's unique about this situation is there are multiple cases, lots of onward transmission, more that we've seen in the past and involving multiple countries. So certainly a big epidemiologic investigation underway. Usually it's um, we find this in Nigeria and other African countries. We're hearing USA, UK, Portugal, Spain and even Canada are now investigating uh, cases of monkeypox as global numbers grow. They're not you know, I don't think the numbers are concerning yet. I think Spain is has the highest numbers that they're they're investigating to see if it is monkeypox at 23. So I, I don't think we have to hit the panic button yet. But Dr. Bogosh, maybe give us an idea of how monkeypox presents. Yeah, yeah. So I, I agree with you completely. First of all, I don't think it's ever time to hit the panic button. We should always be cool and calm and rational, especially with something like this. We know what it is. We know how it's transmitted. We know how it presents. And there have been outbreaks in the past, and those outbreaks have been quelled, and we should be able to quell this one. It just might take a bit more time. After someone's exposed to this virus, it takes about two weeks for symptom onset, sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter. Uh, The first symptoms are a headache, a fever, some muscle aches and pains, sometimes uh, swollen lymph nodes. And then about one or two days later, people develop a, a classic rash. The rash is similar to chickenpox, but there are some notable differences. People who are old enough to have had the chickenpox might remember you get these lesions on your body. They come at different times. They resolve at different times. And the key thing with monkeypox is that these lesions typically start at the same time or at similar times and resolve at similar times. They can be itchy. They can be painful. Most people have a mild course, but of course there are some severe cases of this as well, or some people are sick enough to end up in hospital, but most cases indeed are mild based on what we know, and most people get better. Um, How's transmitted by, sorry, close contact, close contact with others, either direct contact with an infected person or close contact with an infected person. Uh, but also there have been, you know, it's, it's similar, but not the same, similar to smallpox. And uh, we know from historical Events that there there were more distant cases transmitted through through the air, so just something to keep in mind. But again, I think that there will be more cases of this. There absolutely will be. There's a lot of countries involved, but I think mm-hmm. that this will ultimately be got, will be kept under control. Doctor Bogosh, is there a vaccine for monkeypox? There sure is, and in fact, the vaccine for monkeypox is the same as the vaccine for smallpox because they're so closely related. In, the, in uh, the UK and very likely in other settings soon, what they're doing is they're doing something called the ring vaccine strategy. So people who are infected 
with monkeypox, they're finding their close contacts and they're vaccinating the close contacts with the monkeypox, also the smallpox vaccine, same vaccine. And uh, this is a very smart way that you can break chains of transmission and get this under control. The key thing here is you've got to identify the cases of monkeypox first. So there's some, you'll hear more probably today from uh, public health in Montreal and else other public health agencies about what to look out for so that uh, this can get under control. Okay. A lot of our listenership probably was never a vaccinated for smallpox. I actually am one of them. So uh, there's a certain age group where you just don't have a smallpox vaccination. Are we going to see uh, public health uh, since we are now seeing, seeing uh, incidents of monkeypox around the globe? Are we going to start seeing uh, another vaccine campaign, but this time for smallpox? I don't know, but I doubt it, but I truly don't know. I, 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 if I was to guess now, and I, for sure, I reserve the right to change my mind based on emerging data, but I would think that the ring vaccine strategy for emerging cases is probably the most effective and smart approach based on what we know now. Um, it, it, it works. It works. And uh, that's probably what we'll see. Here's the interesting thing. You know, most people who were born after the 70s or uh, have not received a smallpox vaccine. So there is waning. There's just more and more people alive on Earth without any protection against smallpox or monkeypox. And those people who did receive a vaccine, it's been 40 plus years. There's probably some waning protection from that. This is one of those viruses and again not here to, for fear mongering this is just calling it how it is and, and long before this outbreak this has been discussed in in clinical and epidemiologic circles is watch out there will be more cases of this there will be more outbreaks of this there will be more exported cases of this and people who follow this closely myself included have seen this over the past few years and it's likely to we'll, we'll likely see more of this to come because of the waning protection from vaccine programs Okay, but then wouldn't that be even more reason to get a vaccine campaign going? Maybe, maybe. Uh, what would stop you from doing it? What's the gain in, in not vaccinating? Well, I think it, the question is, is it, is it truly necessary? And can you really keep this in control with by uh, tamping down on small outbreaks that occur versus, you know, vaccine, mass vaccination of, of you know, mm. entire populations? Uh, you know, there, it, you might be able to keep this under better control with a light touch approach, or maybe there's vaccine campaigns in endemic areas rather than uh, a global population. So uh, could this be again, a situation on the table? Sorry, could this be a situation if you're traveling to African countries and you don't have a smallpox vaccine that you're it would just be on that list of vaccines to get before you go? I think we're far from that. I think okay. we're still very far from that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dr. Bogosh, it's always great talking to you. Thanks so much for filling us in on this. I think this is one of those uh, headlines that will get some attention. And I love the uh, rational approach you take to uh, educating us. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. Dr. Isaac Bogosh is our infectious disease specialist buddy and a friend of the Kelly Contreras show. Can I call him a buddy? I did.